located somewhere in the depths of the 614. Here's your host, Rick Gethin. Howdy, stranger. Welcome back to another fun and exciting episode of the Cat Club Podcast. I am your host, Rick Gethin. Tonight's episode brought to you by Bossy Girls Pinup Joint, as it is each and every week. They're located at 2598 North High Street, right here in Columbus. It's a trashy yet classy hangout for local musicians, burlesque dancers, comedians, and everybody else that wants to kind of pour themselves through the door. They have a great beer selection, whiskey, tasty sandwiches, locally roasted coffee, and of course free Wi-Fi. Open seven days a week. Give them a call. 614-725-5402. That's Bossy Girls Pinup Joint. With us in the studio today is a band that got its genesis, had its genesis in 2014, has released a few albums, is releasing their newest album, first part of a two-part album, this coming Friday, October 13th, with a show at The Shrunken Head. Of course, I am talking about Miller and the Hunks, although Hunks, plural, minus one tonight. We've got Colin, John, and the Warthog Hello. in the studio tonight. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, guys. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thanks, Rick. Um, first things first, where'd the name come from? Yeah. Uh, inquiring minds want to know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, my last name's Miller. Uh, when I started off doing, this more or less started off as a, like a group thing that I wanted to do where... I had a lot of songs that I had written that I really liked. I always, uh, I had drummed in quite a few bands in Columbus, and I wanted to try something different. Mm-hmm. So I uh, had these songs that I wanted to do the drums for, and I wanted to do most of the vocals for. But I wanted to have all, I've got a lot of friends in other bands, and I wanted to make it more or less like a, a collective, like a, more or less a solo album, just featuring a lot of people. Um, but it turned into really just having two buddies come out and doing it. I wanted to call it Miller and the Hunks because I was watching a lot of uh, Check It Out with Dr. Steve Broll on Adult Swim at the time. Ah, and he okay. calls everyone Hunks. Okay. So I was in a... I mean, <laughs> to be honest with you, before before I heard your first song, or, yeah. or, or the first song that I heard by Miller and the Hunks, I was convinced it was, you know, like some Chippendale burlesque type thing <laughs> with a bunch of dudes <laughs> with yeah. really hairy backs. We do have hairy backs. <laughs> skimpy I don't have a wrong single hair in my bag. <laughs> Total insanity ensues. Um, your new album, yes. and Jeff, part one, yes. like we said, uh, will be released this Friday. Part two in spring of 2018, correct? Valentine's yeah, we're shooting for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Ooh. Should we expect some love songs? Yeah, you know. Yeah, this is, uh, we kind of broke it up, and it, so we figured by the time we had had these 16 songs recorded. Kind of look at the darker ones to release in October. And then kind of the popular, just songs we thought would fit more for a winter release and then a fall release. We kind of well, divided them that way. It's funny you, you well, funny maybe not. Ha ha funny, but funny anyway, nonetheless. Uh, you say darker. Mm-hmm. And listening to your catalog, um, starting at the beginning and going through this new album, which uh, the review of that album will be going up tomorrow. Cool. on musicemotioncolumbus.com. Um, fantastic album. Thank you. But it is it is darker than any of your other stuff. Yeah. Um, was that by design? No. Uh, this is the longest period of time we've spent recording anything. Um, with that first album, I don't know, it probably took me about, I don't know, six months. Probably about nine months total from mm-hmm. the first day in there to then 
have it sent, you know, send all the online stuff and get it packaged and everything right. like that. Um, every single we've done, we wrote, and like within a week it's recorded and out. Um, and then that EP was, uh, what, maybe like a three month process? If you even. So uh, with this. Which it was still fast though. The oh, EP. Yeah, so yeah, fast. yeah, oh. for sure. So this has been, this is the first time we've recorded anything outside of a, up to a 45 minute like driving distance to get there. We were recording this in Nashville, Tennessee. Right. So uh, we, we try to go down about, you know, six to seven days at a time. And so some of these songs, uh, this time last year, I went through a bad breakup and I lost my grandfather. Oh. And it was just, for me, with like whether I'm happy or whatever is going on with me, writing helps sure. me get through it. Oh, yeah. So, so some of most of these songs are written right around that time. You'll hear, I mean, lyrically, a lot of the songs in this EP are about, I guess, a little more like frustration or anger or just kind of things coming to an end that I didn't really want to. Well, I don't want to sound blasé about it, but I mean, yeah. that, that is what life is. Oh, for sure. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's for sure. everyone goes through stages. Right. Whether it's, you know, breakup or happiness or, or whatever else. But yeah. Just something sparks the inspiration to write about it. Exactly. So, like, you may have already felt that way, but that inspired the lyrics to come to your head that you felt like writing about. Maybe and the yeah. scheme you felt like going into, like, it's all just that one day. One day can make or break a, you know, like a songwriting experience. Yeah. I mean, not that, not that I'm a songwriter. I am not. So I have, you know, the utmost respect for all of you musicians that do that. Yeah, I know how hard it can be having talked with different musicians. So many friends of mine mm-hmm. are musicians and telling that. But we need to play some music. Here is great track off your new album yes. and Jeff Part One, released this Friday, October thirteenth. This track, Sailor Johnny's on the Cat Club podcast.
Sailor Johnny's by Miller and the Hunks. Two out of the three in the studio with us tonight, along with Miller himself, Colin, John, and the Warhog. I can't help it. I gotta call you that. <laughs> That's his name. <coughs> Excuse me. Choking on my beer as I laugh. Yes. <laughs> um, give us the story on Sailor Johnny's. I mean, that it's not necessarily a dark song, but it is brooding. Yeah. Throughout it. It was um. So me and John. One night, I was uh, dog sitting for my parents, and uh, we just slammed down a bottle of Sailor Jerry's. It was a fun night. Ooh. And um, I had set up, so I like to set up, I like to do, I record a lot of demos for us, and um, that's something if I ever, you know, when I find free time, I'd like to do some, some of that stuff for other bands and whatnot, too. But uh, I brought my interface and all my demoing stuff, and we set up in my parents' living room, and uh, that was just the song that came out of that night. Uh, it was October. So we were feeling good and creepy. <laughs> Same night we filmed the, the music video for it. Yeah, the footage that we released for that, too. The we, uh, video on the Sailor Johnny's video is the video we filmed that night of just having an adventure. Yeah, we had a... I felt so like it was a very much a DIY type of video. Oh, very much so. Well, I haven't <laughs> seen it. I'll be honest with you, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's, uh, it's Ooh, pretty... Uh, it's pretty the uh, Blair Witch Project. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Blair Witch Project. Or Colin's extra small clothing, wore his <laughs> pair of chucks, and then put on a clown mask, and we just kind of ventured off. Yeah. Do you shop in the kids section? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get a date. Okay. Well. Yeah. <laughs> Something that makes him look at least fit. Yeah. Right. Right. Trying to get a date. <laughs> I hope you have with some bell bottoms and leisure suits. Oh baby. yeah. Ooh, nothing wrong with a good old bell bottom hair, man. Crazy craziness. So, what made you go or decide to go to Nashville to do this album? I mean, now you you did the first album in Nashville at the same studio, correct? I did the first album with the man that moved to Nashville. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so it was actually uh, so I finished purely sexual with uh, Jack Campitelli. And a cock on the cover. Oh, it's a groovy cock, baby. Groovy cock. Yeah. Hell of a beard on it, too. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. And now our listeners are wondering what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, he decided to make the move very shortly after I finished the album. Okay. Uh, me and Jack got to know each other really well. Every band I had drummed for, just about every band I had drummed for, had recorded in that studio. Okay. That's why I just get along with the guy. I think the man's a musical genius. Uh, well, you're comfortable. You're comfortable right. with him, so you yes. know why not stick with it? And he right. is like like we said, Nashville's what six hours away, right? So it's I mean it's go down for a couple days, a week at a time. It's you know not that far of a, of a trip. Yeah, you know? yeah. He um he cut me a deal, and it was the best job I've ever had in my life. Basically, uh, I helped him tear down his studio, helped him move to Nashville, helped him build his studio. I learned a whole bunch about the whole process, and now we get to. Now this album is is paid for from that. Nice. Yeah. So. So the barter system is alive and well. For sure. In for 2017. Sure. There's a you know I always hear about you gotta watch you gotta watch your skin in this industry which you do, but they're not all bad because this guy hasn't burned us yet. Well, I don't think he ever will. Major, the major guy. music industry. Right. Right. They're blood sucking leeches. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. And the guys in Dada told me that back in February. When we okay. interviewed them on the tour bus, that was always, you know, I was, I'll have to tell you that tale sometime. Uh, <laughs> this music indicates we have to take our first break. We'll be back on the other side with Colin and the Hunks. This is the Cat Club Podcast. If it's too loud, you're too old and probably need to be wearing adult diapers. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Mail Order Bride Orderer. Mr. Mail-order-bride-orderer Some men flip through a catalog looking for furniture. You flip through a catalog looking for someone to clean the furniture. I don't go to windows. Nothing says, I will love you forever, like a quick swipe of the credit card at the altar. What's your payment plan? Women wait their whole lives for a man to say, I do. In your case, I do. Agree to pay the sum of 3,000 American dollars. Let's talk a moment. 
So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, oh catalog Casanova. Your spouse may be full price, but you'll always be our better half. Mr. Bud Light Beer at Isaac Bush, St. Louis, Missouri. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? Some girl down the street asking you if you want to go out, Colin. There's your date. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you're fan. We're back. The Cat Club Podcast. I am your host, Rick Gethin. With me in the studio, Colin and the Hunks. Colin Miller, John Leonard, and Ethan Joseph. A.K.A. the Warthog. I'm not going to stop calling you that. Go ahead, give him one. <laughs> there he is. I mean, you're talking to an old school punk rocker. Yeah, baby. Ramones. I mean, okay. Warthog. So. All right. So now I'm going to hear you. Yes, it is. As a matter of fact, um, need to hear you guys do a cover of Warthog by the Ramones because I bet you that, that would be interestingly different. <laughs> oh, I would love it. Yeah. Interestingly yeah. different. Okay, we should do that. <laughs> I like how that's a your little transition is a that's a. Sweeper? Bumper? Bumper? Sweeper? I don't know. I forget. It's been so long since so I actually worked in radio. No, the actual song of it. M.I.A. took that song from uh, the Sex Pistols? Yeah. Yes. Well, no, not the Sex Pistols. That was That's Clash. That's straight, Go the straight to Hellboy. Yeah. yeah. And that's the original. That's the Clash. Yeah. So. Okay. But we were here all enjoying some frosty beverages. Yes. Frothy. Craft beer on, on that side of the studio, the cheap beer on this side, because this is <laughs> the cheap seats up here. Okay. Um, but I digress. <laughs> um, recently, you had your gear stolen. Yes. Tell us a little bit about that and, and you know, <laughs> the whole thing. Uh, because I, I, I heard different things as it was going on, but I didn't. I never got the full, like, you know, firsthand story of, of what happened. Yeah, well, it's a good question. <laughs> I'm asking uh, the same thing. Other than somebody had sticky fingers, but, you know. Right, right. Um... I mean, John here with went out. me, actually. John's okay. the man to ask. We, right. He was the only one there. So, got off work late one night. It was a Monday night. I uh, had a friend doing comedy at the Shrunken Head. Went there. Actually ended up missing the show because I got off work so late. I walked there. It was like a 40-minute walk. Uh, get there, do a, grab a beer, hang out with some of the guys mm-hmm. that were doing the comedy. Ended up doing a podcast that night. <laughs> Uh, with them, uh, they bought me a shot and I left. Uh, ended up at a bodega, uh, just grabbed a beer, knew the bartender, went to uh, Odd Fellows, and then from there it's just it's an unexplainable story. I, they didn't take my blood test at the hospital, but I'm pretty sure I got roofied. <laughs> like no, like wow. it, it was it was a rough night. I ended up calling like everybody in the band at like three in the morning. Not really sure where it was then, but like I just woke up the next day just like talking to a cop. See, that's a much more interesting story than what we used to call that, which was blackouts because we'd just get blackout drunk. <laughs> um, no, like I literally didn't have the time. Like I, you don't know where, where, where you are and that well, kind of thing. I'm an avid drinker. Drink much, yeah. I know I'm an avid drinker. So when I have only like three beers and then all of a sudden it's the next day, like that's yeah, a different that's, story. And it's also. So you're you're pro at drinking. I, I mean, I'm right there with you. I'm a connoisseur. I'm a whiskey. Like I like my whiskey. Like I'll drink it straight. Like I've I've had many, uh, many a long nights drinking with John. So that's how they got the gear, though. Uh, I think they took an advantage of like I really think I got roofied, and I think they just took advantage of a roofied me walking home. Where and, um, where we live. Um, it's a, it's a. We'll go with a black guy the next day. Yeah, it's a like nice they size. They definitely took me out. Mm. It's a, it's a good, it's a very fair. I mean, we have four of us to live in the house, and um, it's fair size. But we would have heard a lot of commotion if people. Our neighbor had security footage of John walking back and two men closely behind him. Oh, okay. At, and then they left. Then they walked back five minutes later. With stuff in their hands going the opposite way. If they would have, if there would have been a like a big commotion, like if they, I think if you were sober, or n- like not on, maybe like if you, you know, we would have heard a commotion downstairs. And I'm like, a loud person. Like I'm an energetic, like OCD. Like I make a statement when I walk in the house. Holy Usually. shit! So I think they, you and I are like brothers from another mother. <laughs> that's that's scary, right there. 
Yeah, it's, it, it doesn't, nothing really adds up, and it's really weird. Uh, I mean, you know, if they would have hit him in the house, I mean, he got knocked out. He had a severe concussion. Well, I hit, they punched me in the face, but I hit the back of my head on something. And well, you look fantastic now, though. <laughs> Don't lie to him. He hasn't been the same since But I, I, uh, <laughs> just, our bassist that's not here right now woke me up the next day, and I was sideways on my bed. I think I crawled there. With shoes on, like, full outfit on, but I was, like, asleep like this with, like, a little blood on my hand just just from my eyebrow. Wow. But they, like, just missed my eye. Like, it was, like, eyebrow and cheekbone is where they got me. But like Scary, the, scary times. Uh, I was not a fun couple weeks after that. I can imagine. Well, we're going to pick that story up on the other side of this song. we got to play another song. From the new album, all new songs tonight, this is Lone Star by Colin and the Hunks.
Lone Star by Colin and the Hunks off their brand new album, available in five days, yes. October 13th. Uh, the new album entitled And Jeff Part One. Lone Star, give us the story, give us the backstory on that song. That's about drugs. <laughs> um, it's about Adderall. I think I wrote the riff to that song. Uh, yeah, you started the riff. Uh, I lyrics. started the riff. Uh, you brought the lyrics that day I think it was just like a band practice and we just sometimes you start with a jam and that song kind of came out and we kept it Colin uh, kept I think he hummed the melody and then started writing down after that he just knew kind of what the range he wanted to sing in didn't know what he wanted to say Yes, I just opened uh, another beer for our listeners that were listening Oh yeah, Ooh, baby. Nice, <laughs> nice old hams That's mm. Cheap beer, baby Oh um, yeah well, you know, that was actually the, the first song I think for on yeah, this, this album that was yeah. made. That was the original song for this album. It's also the first track on the album. Yep. Yes, and it's a great way to start off the album. Yes, thank you. And there's that that funky little number you have at the end, which we'll get to. Oh yeah, <laughs> later in the show, um, which is totally just one. It doesn't fit, but I can see the humor in it. I yeah, get, we, I yeah. Get, I get we had to humor. toss that in there. I, I, I get the. That's humor. a whole other story. I mean, that's 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 beyond a band just throwing a track on for a filler track. That, yeah, there, that there's humor involved. There. There. There's that a lot of place. life lessons yeah. in that. So. We'll we'll talk about that one later in the show. <laughs> but um, uh, um, that song is just about my. Um, I definitely have. I mean, I, everyone has ADD and ADHD. Always, every parent-teacher conference I ever had in high school. Uh, oh, look, a squirrel. Right, right. I think everyone has it. And I think, you know, it just comes down to a matter of, like, <coughs> uh, like every parent-teacher conference my parents came to when I was in anywhere from, you know, first grade to graduating, I don't, I don't know, doing high school, but they were like, this kid needs some, he doesn't focus, blah, blah. That's because in fifth grade, I found out I wanted to do music for the rest of my life. So I'm like, I'm going to be the BC some kids, student. Some kids. Coast my way along, and I'm going to go Focus that early, though. Yeah, you right. Know. And it was just, you know, they were always I'm, pressing I'm the medicine. I'm and I'm not focused at all. Right, right. <laughs> they were always pressing the medicine. And uh, you know, as you get a little older, maybe some other people have Adderall in your grade, and you try it, and it's fun, and all that stuff. And, you know, and then after I'm 18, I'm out of high school, I still have the diagnosis, and I was able to just go fill a script. Wow. And that was, uh, a lot of Would You Like to Yes was during that time in our band. It turned into... Maybe perhaps no. Maybe not all the prescription was for one. Maybe it, was it wasn't our prescription for the boys. Album. It was it was shared. Yes, yes, yes. equally shared. Which you know, every generation has, whether it's a drug or, or whatnot, that happens to be the thing. Mm-hmm. You know, my generation it was marijuana and LSD and you know the yeah. fun chemicals that we dealt with. Right, They're right. Your guard for seventeen, eighteen hours. Yeah, but it's gotten more expensive. But we're not going to go there. <laughs> we have to take another break. When you work late nights in dark, repulsive conditions, you probably expect to get paid. They don't. There are thousands of hardworking, underpaid men and women in your city right now. They're called musicians. Any given night of the week, they put themselves on the line for you and your drunk friends. The problem? You're not even there. The beer he got paid with tonight will never keep him warm. That guitar she still owes 12 payments on will never love her back. You can help. Go to your local dive bar right now. Pay the cover charge. Sit down with one of these outcasts and put yourself in their shoes. Take one home. Hell, take two if you want. Support local music. Sleep with a musician tonight. Without you, all we have left are ballads. If all radio stations in town were palm trees, we'd be the one with the biggest coconuts. So, John, you like our uh, our little little ditties in between uh, segments here, don't you? Your laugh is infectious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ladies say the same thing, man. <laughs> I'm Rick Gethin. This is the Cat Club Podcast on the Music Emotion Columbus Radio Network. With me in the studio. Uh, and I'm so honored to have you guys here. Uh, we're honored to be you here. Know, man. Uh, Thanks for five days us. ahead of your of your release show. Yeah. Um, knowing that we just 
reviewed one of your shows at the Tree Bar. Yeah. But, you know, it's an album release. So. Yeah. We gotta be there. We gotta be there for that, too. Thanks, man. Uh, at the Shrunken Head. So, all of our listeners, you know, doesn't cost much to go to a show. It's five bucks. Five bucks. Go to the Shrunken Head on Friday night. Check out three bands. It's Miller and the Hunks album release party. Who are the other two bands? It's Taurus Trap and the Up All Nights. There we go. Mm-hmm. We've yet to play with the Up All Nights. Uh, Taurus Trap, though, are good friends of ours. Yeah, always rocking, though. They keep it coming. It's all so rock-filled. Like, it's like the Kooks Americanized with the slight Columbus under kind of punk tone. Oh, interesting. I like the way you describe that. There's zest on there. Yeah, mm. a lot of zest. A lot, a lot of, of zest. zest. Yeah. Um, now, one of your albums, mm-hmm. going through through your catalog, is it actually a concept album? Yeah, would you like would to Would you like yes. to? Yes. yes. And that was in uh, 2016, August, just over a year ago. Yeah. Uh, and, I, and I say album, it's six, six songs, so mm-hmm. basically an EP. EP, yeah. Uh, what made you want to do, you know, what gave you the concept of wanting to do a concept album, I guess, or the idea of doing a concept um, album? I grew up, I mean, I grew up with my, my parents were big rockers, so I grew up with, uh, you know, The Who, my parents were big fans of The Who, uh, like Tom Petty, The Beatles. Cheap Trick. Yeah, Cheap Trick. I grew up all, on a whole bunch of classic rock stuff, but um, one thing I always, even at like a really young age, I guess, or maybe I came to realize, so 2004. Um, the album American Idiot by Green Day came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that same year, Hot Fuss by The Killers came out. I was in fourth grade. I remember my mind being blown as like albums could be that good. Um, I've made my, my parents like a lot of new like modern music and stuff. Right. I also was a huge fan of Michael Michael Romance at the time. So I was like talking to my parents about how like cool I thought it was that like Green Day and Michael Cromance were making these concept albums that like it was this whole piece of art thing and my dad's like well you know like the Who would do that and stuff blah blah Quadrophenia and Tommy right right so I just, I just I've always wanted to do something like that and I would love I mean you know down the road when we get like a budget and stuff I would love to do a full length concept album with like a movie that's I would love to intertwine a lot of stuff and that, that was just our well, first you're in the right place it. right right I mean we've got filmmakers here in Columbus as you guys well know yeah. I mean, I'm a relative newcomer. I've been here 13, 13 and a half years. But, okay. You know, so I mean, there's the film industries, a lot yeah. of, well, independent films. Um, you know, I mean, the music, as you guys well know, mm-hmm. is just huge and vibrant. If you don't do it, I'm going to come, like, shank you or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> come rob us. Watch out, John. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to roof you. You'll be awake when I do it, don't you? Yeah, worry. you'll feel it. <laughs> From New York, I don't know. We're gonna keep that. Yeah, I'm from Jersey. Uh, Jersey? Yeah, gonna yeah. Do you walk the dog on the boardwalk by the water? Hey, I got a dog and a dad. One drinks coffee, the other drinks. Forget about it. Hey, oh, I'm God. walking here. I have to shower. I feel. <laughs> you feeling a little dirty, Colin? Yeah, John's Jersey stories aren't. Oh, they're. Oh, whereabouts in Jersey, man? It's uh, Red Bank. Oh, okay. Like, uh, County. I lived in in Tom's River for a year. Oh, Tom's River's the shit. You know, spent many, many a day at the beach and going to the city and everything else. It's so cheap on the the transit system. It's, like, unforgettably cheap. Like, it's, it blows Uber in half. Like, it's crazy. New Jersey Transit, baby. Dude, it's, like, ten bucks to get to New York from, like, Red Bank. Yeah. Boom. Boom. That's a... Unlike Uber. Boom. Well, that'd which, be like a $45 yeah. trip. Oh, God, easily, if not more. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the time of day and uh, the time of year, if it was a holiday. Time of year, yeah. yeah. That actually yeah. is put in play now. Didn't think we were going to get off on a Jersey story, did you, man? <laughs> no, I knew. He's you here. Were I knew. That. I knew. Ever go to any clubs, John, in the city? Actually, no, I'm not a club guy. Not a club. Club, club. bars, live music venues. In New York, um, seen the Parlor Mom a couple times. Okay. Uh, Stone Pony, usually. Asbury Park. Asbury Park, yeah. Asbury Park's actually coming up too. It's not so ghetto anymore. Like. Yeah, it used to be kind of like real divey. Very. Like divey. the whole, the whole place, the whole town. But it was I'm really divey. That was just the time, though, right? Yeah. Well, I was when yeah. I was in New Jersey. I was. Too young to drink, usually. I made up for that. Trust me. 
he got you covered. Sure, I got you covered on that one. Man. Yeah, yeah. I got you covered on that. But we, we you know, we, uh, as I said, we go off the rail every show, and that was our off the rail moment. Right. There it was a Jersey talk. But it was a yeah. fun. It was a fun <laughs> off the rail. <laughs> Which is ironic because we were talking about would you like to yes, and there's a song on there called Drunk Driving. Yeah. <laughs> Drinking Jersey. Okay, yeah. We're, yeah, yeah. yeah, we're, we're really off the rails. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah. Man's a professional. Wait, and I chose professional <laughs> what? This is the warthog calling me a professional. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his own pig pen. <laughs> He's tusking. <laughs> Craziness. Cra- I, I just lost my train of thought, but that's not surprising. Yeah. I am blonde, I am old, and I am deaf. <laughs> Are we all? No. <laughs> no. You can just call me the pinball wizard. Yeah, uh, there you go. There's, there we go. We're back on we're track back, again. Yep. Back to we're the back on it. Yep. Back to the see it all Ooh. comes full circle, man. Yeah. Um, but the new the new album. Yeah. Because I mean that's to me it's it's your most mature sounding. I agree. And what's the word I'm looking for? Just the deepest album. Mm-hmm. Not only lyrically, but just I mean, sonically. I mean, it, it just really it, it kind of hits you, and it, yeah. it really makes you makes you think. Okay, what the hell's he talking about at this point? But I'm going to get your thoughts on that right after we play the next track that I want to play, which is Gravity from the new album. And Jeff, part one, this is Gravity.
Gravity by Miller and the Hunks, as I screwed that up intro in the song. I got the name right. Colin. Colin. Yeah, the Hunks. Sure. The Hunks. Yeah, that's the important part. It, well, <laughs> you wouldn't be who you are without the Hunks, baby. That's very true. I need without some muscle behind me. I need some meat, you know? In the studio with us, Colin Miller of Miller and the Hunks. The Warthog. The man that tattoos the beat. That's true. On the skin. <laughs> he does. I do that. And John, the axe-wielding wizard. Woo! With the devil horns. Yep. The kids didn't see that that are listening, but trust me. Yep, they the felt devil it. Horn, the devil horns it. flew yeah. in the studio yep. tonight. Um, so how excited are you? I mean, you're five days away from new album coming out. New Very excited. I've been waiting for this day yeah. for like a <laughs> month. Month and a half, two months. Maybe. Like I said, we, we never waited this long to put something out. Uh, but I've we been, did it right this time, I think. Exaggerating to everybody I know. I've been spreading the word. But now it's just come to the point where I'm just ready for people to be able to look it up. Be able to buy it. Be able to listen to it. Well, it's, I think they're going to be impressed. I, I mean, your fans especially. But some new fans. Mm-hmm. I think this... Listening to your catalog, and I enjoy the whole catalog, to be honest with you. But this album, the most mature sounding, um, the deepest, uh, excuse me as I bite my tongue, the yeah. deepest uh, lyrically and, and and sonically of all, all of your albums and uh, you. EPs. But I think, to me, it's, it, it really is a great entry album into Colin Miller and Miller and the Hunks. You know, into, into your thought process, because you wrote... Over the, over the history of the band, a majority of the music, or a majority of the songs. Yeah. Um, but now it's, it's this is the entry drug, man. This is yeah. the gateway drug. Yeah. And Jeff, part one. Yep. You know, that's that's the one. Yeah. I No, I, like I said, uh, Purely Sexual was more or less a solo album. I didn't have any of these guys on board for that one. I got and all the Warhawks knew, though, right? Yeah, Warhawks yeah. brand new. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, I'm more nervous than excited. <laughs> I haven't actually played any of this stuff live yet. Drumsticks, duct tape, you won't drop one, trust me. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> and if you do that, I'm going to laugh my ass off and take a gazillion pictures. Good. I want to watch that, dude. Yeah. I'll yeah. cry myself to sleep. <laughs> totally fine. I'm going to snort You'll and be cry fine. all night. You'll snort be fine. and cry all night. <laughs> Curled up like a little baby. <laughs> that looks like a baby. Oh, well, oh, Get in my belly. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm not a fat bastard, but you truly are a fat bastard. <laughs> <laughs> One million dollars. <laughs> Once again, we have to take another break. It's our final break, okay. but we still have one more song. Cool. They are Miller and the Hunks. I am Red Death, and this is the Cat Club Podcast on the Music of Motion Columbus Radio Network. <laughs> the competition has taken notice. Oh my God! Good luck keeping up with us. <laughs> Amateurs. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. ADSPF Sunblock Wearer. Mr. ADSPF Sunblock Wearer. There are 24 hours in a day. You're wearing 80 hour protection. If the sun fails to go down, you'll be ready. Don't forget the your coconut-scented force field blocks out all the sun's rays and any stray rays from another sun in another galaxy. Your star. 30 SPF, please. You might as well be wearing cooking oil. Something smells delicious. So crack open an ice-cold Bud Light, Mr. 80 SPF sunblock wearer. In fact, feel free to crack one open at high noon in the middle of the Sahara Desert. Mr. 80 SPF sunblock wearer. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, Cartersville, Georgia. A little sensitivity here. God, can't you see this is a dejected man? Well, Rick, get your dejected head out of your ass. I'll have you know my head was not in my ass. Damn it, it was in the beer. <laughs> I was. Your head was in my ass? I think. Is that your head <laughs> I smell? <laughs> is that your head I smell? Surely you can't be serious. Of course I'm serious, and don't call me Shirley. Oh, man. Ooh. That was okay, my first celebrity death that hurt me. Was <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, this is the Cat Club Podcast. We're back for our final segment. I'm Rick Gethin. With me in the studio, Miller and the Hunks, Colin, Ethan, and John. The Warthog. See, I couldn't, I couldn't resist, man. I had to do it. <laughs> Go ahead. Do another. 
had had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to get that and like get like a, a sound effect yep. to to throw into it. You'll be like immortalized on on the Cat Club podcast. You know, and we're back. Jesus. Oh yeah. Eat it, Big Ray's barbecue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very popular on the barbecue circuit. Yeah. Perhaps yeah. you've heard my snore. You, you might have heard my snore. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. okay, we've had way too much fun at this point. Oh, no sense. Which you know what that means. We're gonna have to have you back on the fucking show. Oh, we're oh, done. Have to bring um, you yeah. Which could be uh both scary and exciting. Uh, yes. yes. Always. Little lesson and, uh, you know. That's life, though. Of co- well, of course. Yeah, Have a little fun excited. with it. Have a little yeah. fun with it. Yeah. Um, Very so the new album comes out this week. <laughs> yeah. You guys are excited. We're excited. Okay. You know? awesome. uh, like I said, our, our review of the album drops tomorrow. And no, I'm not going to give you a hint about what is said in in the review. All right. Scary and exciting. I gotta, yeah, scary um, and exciting. You know. He'll be crying like a little baby, the warthog. Yeah, a tender lover. Yeah, <laughs> I probably won't hear about him on a flip phone. Yeah, but uh, no, the, like I said, the whole album is, is really, really great. I wanted to play this song, and I wanted to save this one for the last segment because this is probably the most rocking song on on the album. Yeah, in in my eyes, but it's uh, I mean, it's still a, a really poignant song mm-hmm. too. Uh, at the same same time, this is "Wicked Tongue" by Miller and the Hunks.
Oh, if our listeners could hear what we're talking about while the song's playing. Yeah. That was Wicked Tongue by Miller and the... I keep wanting to call you Colin and the Hunks. Yeah. You're just a hunky kind of guy, Colin. Me either. Miller and the Hunks. <laughs> Colin, Ethan, and John in the studio. Just I couldn't make it. I am... I hate to say it. Meaty Joe. Ah, his stash. Oh, his stash. Meaty Joe could make days. it. He'll be here for the next one, though. He was really bummed. Now. He couldn't make it. He was bummed. So does this, this, uh, do the ladies go up to him because of, you know, mustache rides and whatnot? Yeah, we call him uh, Meaty Joe because he's got a meaty stash. Wow. Uh, and for other reasons. Now I'm intrigued. Yeah. <laughs> and not only have we gone off the rails, we went right into the gutter uh, yes. with this show. Tell us a little bit about Wicked Tongue. And then I want to touch on uh, that, that just crazy humorous one at the end of the uh, album. Yeah. Uh, Wicked Tongue, for me, I have... A wicked tongue. I, uh... Yeah. And it can be taken a couple of different ways. Yes, yes. In all the worst ways. Quite literally. <laughs> oh, you uh, tend to speak your mind at every moment in time. Yeah, that's kind of more or less what that's... So wicked tongue is, is, is a very, very uh, nice way of saying you've got no friggin' filter. No. Yeah, and it's, it's also more or less... Uh, I don't know, almost an apology at times, like to the band, or I get I, this is my favorite thing in the world, and I wig myself out about it sometimes. Sometimes I'm super, I got super high highs about it, or sometimes I get real stressed out, and sometimes instead of me, and it's something I'm working on. That's you know, that's kind of what this song is about. Is uh, I didn't find, you know, maybe something happens, maybe uh, we had a bad show or something like that. And it's they I'm gonna have it. to teach you how to drink the blood from the skulls of your enemy. Yeah, <laughs> to the point where you just don't give a shit. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't really give a shit, but that's that's that's. that's this point. song was my yeah. This song was my. I'm not going to stop doing what I'm doing. Is that a mea culpa? I recognize that sometimes I, you know, it's, I like I said, just I'll I'll lock myself in rooms to get shit done and blah blah. blah but then but then I come out of the room and then they got to deal with that column that came out of that room. So it's enduring your past experiences that are recent. So, so basically, he's like really scary when he comes out of the room. Colin's always pretty really scary. I live with the guy. <laughs> it's sometimes you know you hear screaming from the upstairs, and that's just how you know he's awake. I like to let people know. Wow. Well, yeah. <laughs> you know what? No, I'm just, I'm, you're just you're just feeling alive. Yeah, yeah. That's that, what yeah. it is. You're feeling alive. That's and all. he wakes up to my guitar playing. Like um, it's, yeah, the choruses are. Uh, the verses are my self-entitlement, how I feel sometimes, okay. and then my choruses is my reminder to myself that, guess what, buddy, you felt this way this time last year, and maybe you were wrong about it, so maybe take a step back, and anything that you want, that's why I like that, it's all for me. Like, this is my life, this is my thing that I want to do. So basically, it's, you're reminding yourself that you're not all that in a bag of chips. Right, exactly. But at the same yes. time, saying that you're the greatest fucking thing since sliced bread. <laughs> it's both. Yeah. Dude, yeah. high five. <laughs> oh, that was white. Oh, that was white. Yeah. Craziness, man. I didn't lock the elbow in there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just... I. You know? It's no one knows me better than me. And exactly. I, I like to write about a lot of things, but sometimes I gotta, I gotta bring myself back down to... Uh, the thing is, I really sometimes. identified with that song, though. Okay. Um, I mean, I use the excuse, I'm from New York, so, you know, we're all like, we're assholes, and, you know, that's in our DNA to be that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're from New Jersey, so you know. I mean, you know, John. Come on. Yeah, you know. Um, like, that you, know. Squeal. you stopped at a stop sign, you go to hell. Dude, dude, <laughs> stop, dude. Yeah. That no light cop, was no green stop. just a minute ago. No cop, no Come stop, on. baby. You know, it, there's times, like I said, that song, um, love the whole album, but that's probably my favorite song Thank on, you. on the album because I identify with it so well. Okay. You know, because my mouth gets me into trouble, too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's times I just don't care yeah. what other people think. Because at the end of the day, and this is what I always remind myself, I have to make myself happy. Mm-hmm. And if I have to be fake to be around other people, then maybe I just don't know how to people. I don't know. Or, yeah, based on who you should be hanging out with. I hang out with everybody, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I don't discriminate. Yeah. Million yep. acquaintances, yep. very few friends. Okay. Gotcha. Keep you at arm's length. Yeah. Unless, of course, we're drinking. And you're right in there. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> we're going to be pals. We're going to be friends. I'm moving in. Elbow deep in the bar, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you 
You don't leave this reach, bitch. <laughs> I can see John and I are going to get in trouble. Yeah, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. This is scary. I shouldn't have ever, like... So you're going to rob my house now, too? No, hell no. <laughs> There's... I'm not going to rob anybody. All right, thank God. Yeah. You know. I can't take I, any more. I, I'm old school in the fact that I'll work for what I want. If I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Rock and roll. Sucks man. if I don't. That's the beauty of rock and roll, yeah, right That's, there. We that's like the story of rock and roll, right there. But um, we have just a couple of minutes left, and we touched on it at the very beginning of the show. Mm-hmm. Touched on it again just a few minutes ago. The last song on the album, "Bathhouse." Bath totally, house. The, yeah, "Bathhouse." It's 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 Let like it's like down. oh. I can't even. It's Sprocket, Mike Myers Sprocket from <laughs> Saturday Night yeah. Live in the early nineties. Yeah. It's that, and it's. Uh, have you heard "Gay Bar" by Electric Six? Oh God, yes. It's like that, it's, and that makes yeah, those two. Oh yeah, that was. Which fits right in with the song after "Suck This Blow" by Gay Bikers on Acid. There's You'd just like no that guitar song. Like I don't think I've six. heard that one. Oh, I'll play it for you after okay. the show tonight. Okay, good. Um, but no, no that song just. Uh, we call our bow, we call our house the bathhouse. Yeah, like that's our literally our house name. Oh, the so truth it's like, comes out. Yeah, so we just kind of. So that's like kind of the story of our house, the den of debauchery. We have a lot. It's of, actually um, a very organized, clean house. Like, don't get me wrong. Debauchery doesn't mean you're yeah. like unclean. Okay. Yeah. It just me- just means that it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a yeah, lot it's of a fun. Good time <laughs> We've had some fun of that. We don't even have a TV right now in the house. I just I've always I've always loved with bands that um, capture a lot of real seriousness because I think music will always get you through anything that you're going through. There's a, but there's a I, song I, there for every moment There always needs to be some humor. Oh, of and course. Hopefully, hopefully Miller and the Hunks never lose. I mean, our band's name is Miller and the Hunks. You know, you gotta have a little, I love you it. Have a little too fun. Serious, yeah, yeah, you gotta I have a little it. fun in there. And throw Tongue in cheek, and especially after seven very serious tracks, you need a little pick me up at the end. I think. Oh hell yes. Yeah. So I, I was just. That was a little one from the homies there. <laughs> the bathhouse. Bathhouse. So, kids, you need to pick up the new album, October 13th. Go to the Shrunken Head. Pay the $5. $5 for three bands. Yeah. And it kills me that venues don't sell out every show around here. Great Ryan music, Bruce great bands. Snort for a cover. Snort for a cover. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. Ladies and gentlemen, golf clap for the Warthog. (laughs) Brilliant! (laughs) I must thank Colin Miller, the Warthog, the amazing Warthog. The the amazing Warthog. Ethan Joseph and John Leonard of Miller and the Hunks for being on the show. Friday, October 13th at the Shrunken Head. Their album release show is happening. Be there. See you next week. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail.